This is Broke Money Hustle. And now, here's Broke Money Hustle with Trico and Air. Hello, everyone. This is Broke Money Hustle. I am your host, Eric, and I am joined by my co-host, Trico, as usual. We'd like to welcome you to Broke Money Hustle, the podcast that refuses to give up no matter how many times we count to three. <laughs> <laughs> I did just trying something right on, the, right on the cuff, you know, cuff of my shirt here. Uh, I had something better, but I completely brain farted on it and forgot all about it. But uh, we've got an exciting show today. We're talking about affiliate marketing. Our guest, Miles, will be joining us shortly to talk about uh, the success that he's found in it and what brought him into that into that world. He's going to help us get a handle and understand what Twitter money is and, uh, and uh, you know, just give us a little bit about, you know, how he broke out of the, the broke money game. And, you know, for those of you who are new to the podcast, what we try to cover is um, you know, we both come from broke money lifestyles, living paycheck to paycheck, working poor, um, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, not savers. People, you know, it's like the last thing you do is you put money in savings. We're trying to change course. We're trying to, um, you know, for, for our kids' futures, train them up to, you know, not live that lifestyle, but pay themselves first, save, invest. Uh, you know, drive a beat up old car because you don't need to impress people with a new car. So drive a beat up old car and save that extra bit of money. And we're also about the hustle. You know, work as many jobs as you can. Side hustles are great. And it sounds like affiliate marketing is a great side hustle. Stock investing is a good, you know, that's passive income. You know, that's your money working for you. Uh, and of course, we've had people who do DoorDash on the program. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of somebody who does shipped where they deliver groceries on the program. And so there's lots of other things, uh, according like a financial advisor that I'm trying to have on uh, and on all these other uh, interesting little bits. And we're learning the process as we go along. We're not experts. Uh, we're not for professional financial advisors. So please don't, don't gamble your life savings on any of our stock picks. Just do your own due diligence, the DD as it's called. And we encourage you, if you sign up for Robinhood, Webull, or whatever, you can get some free stocks with a link down in the description. And uh, buy gold and silver, which you bought some silver recently, didn't you, man? Yes, sir. I uh, um, I was on uh, Facebook Marketplace, you know, kind of looking around, and they had some silver on there at a, a local pond place. So I'm like, yeah, nice, you know. And um, it was it was pretty good. There, you know how when you buy online, usually there's like a, a fee you have to pay, and then uh, you know like taxes mm -hmm. and all that. And um, yeah, there wasn't like the upcharge fee or anything. And uh, you know it was you know uh, what he said the price was is what the total came out to be. So now I got to ask you because silver just it peaked at about twenty dollars an ounce, which is the first time it's been that high in a long time and uh, that's kind of like a wall like we have in stocks where you have like this idea of, of a price that it has to break through in order to like start you know skyrocketing it seems like a lot of people were saying that once it breaks 20 you know it, it's 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 clear sailing to keep growing at a much faster rate so now the spot price is like $19.97 right now mm -hmm. so what did you pay per ounce uh, it was around twenty one dollars, so that's it wasn't. 
That's yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I figure it wasn't really wasn't too bad. You know, it's I uh, got coins and then you know like a little little bar. Um, you know, just a one ounce evaluations and stuff. But uh, now you yeah. didn't buy anything plated like last time, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> I checked with my teeth this time. Uh, make sure it was real. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's it. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the Silver Buyers Club. Uh, I'm trying to uh, trying to get my mom in on that. She's a little confused by it, but uh, we'll get there. I bought some. Uh, I did something that I I normally would advise against, and I bought novelty coins. Mm-hmm. They're real. They're real silver coins. They're they're half ounce coins. But I have a thing for sharks. It's nice. Shark Fest, Shark Week coming up. And these were Australian 2014 great white half half ounce silver coins. So I paid 15 bucks, which that's a high premium for a half an ounce. But I really like them. So I got 11 of them. I got one for a good luck charm to carry in my wallet. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. They, they, once in a while, that's okay. As long as you know what you're buying, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Cool. How's your portfolio doing today? Uh, it's not horrible. It's down a little bit, but, uh, you know, um, it's not as bad as it's been in the past. <laughs> so. I'll tell you, I, I'm up $27 and I could not be more thrilled. Nice. IDEX, IDEX is having a little mini rally. It's finally gone up to, uh, gosh, where's it? At? It's $1.46 now. And I'd seen it as low as $1.20. And I got a lot of shares in IDEX. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. Sweet. Let's go. Um, I do have a stock I want to talk about later when we do our stock picks that I'm really kind of angry that I didn't jump on because it has a personal connection. I kind oh. of put it, I put it in my watch list and I forgot about it. And there's a, I didn't read up and do any DD on it. And I was just looking at it today because it popped big time. Recently it's popped big time. In fact, since April, it's up over 600%. Whoa. Uh, so we're going to look at that one a little bit later and I'll share my hard luck story of why. There's a personal connection to this, and I, I feel bad for not putting money into this company early on. But, you know, it still looks like it's got room to grow, even though it's at a higher point now. So it's going to be on my watch list. But cool. that's not the main thing we want to talk about today. What are we talking about today? Affiliate marketing. Okay. Now, from your research, what did you find out about well, what is affiliate marketing? It's kind of our definition term for this show. All right. Uh, affiliate marketing is the process of earning a commission by promoting other people's or companies' products. To find a product you like, promote it to others, and earn a piece of the profit for sa- for each sale that you make. So, um, for example, uh, Robinhood's kind of like an affiliate marketer because uh, we can promote it, share a link, and then if someone goes on there and opens an account, we get a free stock. Uh, but there's other different types of affiliate marketing where uh, you actually get like a, a piece of the pie, you know? Right. Okay. That's, that makes perfect sense. Um, but what we try to do here is we try to bring in guests who are better mm-hmm. at things than we are so that you can get the best advice possible from someone who's been there, uh, someone who comes from that kind of, you know, the, the, the broke money paycheck to paycheck and decided on his own to be his own boss and to break out. And so we're going to welcome Miles to the program. Miles, how you doing, sir? Hey, how are you guys doing? appreciate uh, you guys having me. Oh, thank you for uh, willing to, to come on to our crazy little uh, finance show. Yeah, um, I've been uh, I've been stoked about this all week. You can ask Eric about every every day I'm sending a message like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for our listeners, Miles, please give us a little bit of a, 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 a um, pardon me, 
give us a little bit about your background and kind of tell us what got you into it and what really is it? Yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, I'm a recent college grad, actually. I'm um, 22 years old, uh, grew up in the north side of Atlanta, uh, Swanee, Georgia, you know, grew up a pretty suburban lifestyle, you know, went to college route, um, graduated from college, but, you know, I just graduated from college about two months ago. Wow. And you know, that's, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, you know, I kind of graduated at, you know, at a, at a pretty weird time, you know, with the whole coronavirus thing going on. Um, a lot of, you know, my internship and job um, opportunities were canceled, you know, I was kind of struggling to find, find a job. So I was like, maybe I can start making money online you know um i was looking at twitter a lot but i was i was using it more for for entertainment rather than you know producing something or creating money um in a sense so in my eyes i was definitely using it the wrong way and i came across some accounts on there that were um doing affiliate marketing and i kind of researched it and uh i got it piqued my interest because with these accounts they were getting you know 40 percent 50 percent um of each sale that they made uh, wow. Which isn't really typical with, you know, which isn't really typical with other um, companies that you affiliate for. Um, so, yeah, just like uh, you guys said, affiliate marketing is, you know, um, marketing um, other people's products or courses. Um, and with affiliate marketing, you know, you got to make sure that you're affiliating, you know, products that you ac actually believe in, you know, products mm -hmm. that you actually have experience with. So I've definitely had seen some success with that just uh, by you know, going through the courses and actually going through them and making sure it's right for me and right for me to affiliate for. But, right, exactly. Yeah, that's you, what I'm into. you definitely want to know what you're what you're representing. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you brought exactly. that up. Um, so how, how how is it that you're able to make money with Twitter? So yeah, with Twitter, it's um that's kind of reason that's kind of the reason why I just started doing affiliate marketing on Twitter because because I saw I saw all those high um you know, commission sales, but with Twitter, um, you know, I put my link tree in my bio. Um, when I first started, I made my Twitter about a month ago. When I first started, I didn't make a lot of money. I still haven't made, you know, a lot of money off of affiliate marketing. It's just good for passive income. I made probably around like 130 the past month, but I'm still just kind of getting started with it. But um, the way you make money through Twitter, you say you want to buy a course on, Twitter growth, or you want to buy a course on affiliate marketing. So when I first started out, I bought a course on Twitter growth. I took the methods from the course and um, I grew my, tw my Twitter account right to where it is now. I'm still, you know, growing it. I'm still not uh, satisfied with where I'm at, but I took that course. Saw if it was something that I, that I affiliated for. Um, I made sure to get my following up to a good amount. That's that's exactly the course that I took, actually. Yep, that's the okay. first course I ever bought. Yep, that's it right there. Uh, Twitter cash flow teaches you how to grow, um, grow your account, uh, make ebooks, and sell courses through Gumroad, uh, marketing tactics, the whole nine. So I bought that for uh, course first, but I mainly used it for Twitter growth. I saw some success with it. I started posting results, you know, on my Twitter page about it trying to get people to buy from the link. Um, so you make money on Twitter through promoting that product, hitting up the creator for that affiliate link. And a big people, uh, a big thing that people look over to is um, hitting people up in your DMs. Like when they follow you, send them a message like, hey, 
thanks for following me. Um, you know, any uh, any tips or advice I could give you? Um, I, you know, just making relationships with those people. Sure. So, sure. So, so is that is that kind of how you establish the relationship then to get the affiliate link? Is is through conversations and DMs? Because it seems like it would be kind of kind of odd to like just go on Gumroad, find something you like, and then cold. I, I guess cold call them and say, "Hey, can I get an affiliate link?" It's funny because that's 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 exactly what I did. I just either DM'd them, or if their if their uh, if their email was in the um, was in the course or in their bio anywhere, I would just send them an email if the DMs didn't work. Okay. But um, a lot of the creators are pretty uh, they're pretty willing to help you know let you affiliate. I mean, you know, a lot of them are busy, so you know they may not see your DM or your email mm-hmm. right away, but. They're, um, it's pretty easy to get the affiliate link is, uh, to, if you know, through Twitter. So nice, nice. Um, so, so, okay. So you, you just graduated college and obviously you said because of our, you know, the thing that should not be, uh, you, you had to probably, what did you finish with through zoom classes or something like that? Yeah, I had to take, um, everything was online. So I just did, um, I was using a platform called ELC. Okay. Um, and that's where, you know, the professors would post all the, uh, the assignments that are due. Um, you know, I was in group meetings with other classmates to, uh, see what was going on as well. It's helped a lot, but yeah, everything was just on ELC and they would have like pre-recorded, uh, pre-recorded zoom classes that they would upload on there as well. So, so that kind of seems like the type of thing that you might package from, from your own expertise and turn into a class for Gumroad, correct? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, because um, TJ and I have been kind of brainstorming because, like I told you in the pre-show, uh, we we both have education backgrounds. I've got a master's in education um, uh, targeted through art, so I want to do classes like branding. And uh, I've been wanting to start like a, not necessarily a free art school, but just a, uh, you know, a, a low-cost art school because for me, college was a complete ripoff. Because uh, I went through yeah, the, the expensive college program, I didn't learn anything that I didn't teach myself. So I'm thinking, like, yeah. okay, I've got all this information, I've got this education, I need to share this, and I think that might be the way to do it. Um, so, what was some of your experience in college, and how are you using this new line of work you've created for yourself to kind of adjust for that? Uh, yeah, with college, you know, I felt like. I felt like it was needed while I was in school, like while I was going through, you know, finishing my courses and everything. But after I graduated, I kind of figured out that, you know, as I was looking for jobs and everything that I needed to start um, doing what I'm doing now. And I think what really gave me the extra push was the whole, I think a lot of people could relate to this. If, you know, people are just starting out businesses and things like that, just gave me that, what, what gave me that extra push was, graduating into the whole the whole COVID situation, mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, um, there's not a lot of jobs hiring right now. I need to um, start making some more money. Um, quickly, I, I looked into the affiliate marketing. Um, I saw other accounts doing it on Twitter. I saw how instant and how fast um, Gumroad made the process. They make the process super simple. Um, and I saw the high commission sales. So all that together, uh, plus the whole COVID thing going on just kind of got me, uh, gave me that extra push. So. And that's awesome because you basically use the resources you had available to you to, uh, you know, create a 
uh, some great revenue streams and everything for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, still building up my Twitter. Um, the whole the whole Twitter cash flow course goes through how to do that. You you know how to find a niche, um, how to get results quickly, so people will be more likely to buy. How to market, how to craft tweets, things like that. So, wow. I think I think you know I think I really think that um, affiliate marketing is a good start for people. You know, if they're start, if they're just starting off in online business, so you can learn how to market things. And then eventually branching off into you know creating their own product, which which I'm which I'm I'm um, thinking of doing, which is something I really want to do. I just don't know what I would write it on yet. Um, I have a lot of ideas, but gotta focus in on one, you know. Yeah, uh, from someone who kind of has like a creative ADHD, I'm never I'm never short for ideas. It's just I'm short on time and and just trying to decide and focus on one because I have a comic book that I'm putting together that I'm putting out later this year. I just finished a previous nice. comic book, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, The Kilted Avenger. I was the illustrator on that. And so now I got this little bit of a middle middle time. But for me, with COVID, I saw the writing on the wall that, you know, there's no financial security anymore. Because I was going around doing conventions, yep. setting up as an artist at conventions. And suddenly that entire industry just poof, disappeared. And, mm -hmm. you know, they would postpone the show. And then that would get canceled. So I was like, I need to start making some big changes with how we manage our money and what I'm doing with it. So I started learning about money in the first place. So uh, tell us a little bit about, so you decided like, okay, I like this affiliate marketing thing. I like mm -hmm. what's going on. What have you learned that college hasn't taught you or didn't teach you? Oh man, I learned, well, I had to unlearn what I, I feel like I learned from what I learned from college. Really? Um, yeah, I feel like I unlearned. I had to unlearn before I really started doing what I'm doing right now. I started learning as I went, you know, I didn't really have, cause when I was back in college, I didn't really have much work experience. Um, and I feel like I'm learning that now through the affiliate marketing, I'm learning how to market. I'm learning how to uh, build relationships with people. I'm learning how um, to market things to the internet. And on and honestly, I feel like, you know, the internet is going to be the only business in the next, you know, decade, 20 years, 30 years. I feel like um, if your business is on the internet in some way in that time frame, I think, I think it'll fail. So that's something that I didn't learn from college um, and that I kind of had to, I had to, I had to unlearn that, you know, a job was the only security. That, that's, that's probably the biggest thing that I, that I had to unlearn because I, I was literally thinking that my whole life until, you know, about, Two months ago, three months ago, I had no, I had no intention of starting any kind of business. I was just gonna go, wow, go get a master's degree, PhD, maybe not PhD, um, but probably you know a master's degree. Um, I was just so one-sided on it, you know. I was, I was closed-minded. So, wow, that's incredible. And and the fact that you're starting out so young, I mean, shoot, you've got a a bright future. TJ and I, we're both in our forties. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> it took us tripping through our 20s and 30s to finally, you know, smarten up and wise up. So big kudos to you for finding this out, you know, quickly. I, I'm, 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 I'm happy to be following you on Twitter. Um, it's, uh, what is your Twitter, Twitter handle? Um, it's at increase underscore ROI. At increase underscore ROI, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, so uh, please give this young, inspiring young man a follow because... 
Good grief. This is, I mean, you're doing things that I'm still trying to teach my 16 year old daughter that, you know, (laughs) she just got her first job and she's, she's doing well saving money and she's interested in investing. She's, her interests are starting to get peaked there. But for me, gosh, I just thought I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollars a year making special effects in the movie business. You know, I thought it was just, I was sold on this idea that the degree would set me up for life. Instead, it set me up with debt. Exactly, exactly. I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. Well, and and speaking of that, uh, Trico, he collects expensive pieces of framed paper. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're finishing up your MBA, right? Isn't that isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, I'm taking because uh, uh, the thing that shall not be named. I found myself home all the time, so <laughs> so I'm I'm taking two classes at a time right now. Um, they're eight week classes. So I uh, I'm about halfway through the eight weeks now, and then I got two more classes in the fall, and then I'll uh, I'll have the uh, the NBA. Hopefully, uh, I have some teaching jobs now from uh, other masters I have. So, but. Uh, uh, through teaching those, like teaching business writing, I realized like, wow, I really love talking about business and teaching people about business. So um, I figured the MBA would kind of help me in my day job uh, with promotions and things. And then plus I'll open up another kind of revenue stream where I can teach some business. And uh, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed that uh, I, I uh, get a good ROI on that investment. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Just do anything that, you know, increases that ROI. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right. Well, I know for myself, it's like, uh, you know, I've got this teaching degree, I've got all this experience in art, and I can produce just about, you know, anything, especially comic book related or animation wise. And it's just like, you know, you you get into these different interests, like I bought a 3D printer, and I started to think about how I can make my own toys. And it's just kind of like this serial entrepreneurs, entrepreneurism, once you kind of get that idea. And I imagine, Miles, just doing what you're doing now, that you've kind of gotten bitten by a bug uh, for for being an entrepreneur. Have you got some other some other things outside of the the Twitter cash flow uh, that you're that you're looking at? Uh, do you mean in terms of like just other courses that I've been looking at? On, well, on you know, maybe, you know that yes, but like learning and, and like doing other entrepreneurial things. Are you, oh, like, yeah. for example, are you are you investing in any stocks right now? Uh, yeah, I'm investing. Um, I just started investing. Just started recently investing in the stock market um, about a month ago. Like actively investing. Um, I've been investing in um, Virgin Galactic. Um, let's see what else do I have. I have Virgin Galactic. I have uh, some shares of AT and T. They pay a good dividend too. For sure, for sure. They have a super high dividend yield, which is why I kind of. They're more stable, but they have that high dividend yield. So uh, that's a big reason why I invested in them. Um, I have one share of Disney, and I think that's all I have in my um, my uh, stock account for now. But I also trade options. I've, I've, I've just started doing that as well. I'm wow. trying to keep my risk low, but um, I'm just trying to learn about, you know, different ways to to make money. I've been thinking about, you know, flipping too, like flipping items online, uh, you know, just through eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist. But I just don't want to focus on too many things at one time because, you know, I'm going to focus on that and then building the Twitter and then affiliate marketing and then stop studying stocks and then options. So I'm really just trying to narrow it down right now. But I have a lot of 
things that I want to get into. I've been thinking about owning vending machines. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I was looking at that today. I was looking at uh, some sticker machines that were on sale online. I was nice. really, I was really gunning to try to do a red box. I couldn't find a business that would let me put one out there. And I'm so glad that I didn't because that thing's kind of gone left. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Especially with the COVID, you don't want to go rent a DVD that somebody else was just made to handle it. Exactly. Blockbuster, all that stuff is out the window, man. Yeah, yeah. So 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 long plastic discs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But that, that's yeah, really that's really cool, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, oh, no and, problem. And it's 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 telling that you uh you went to college, but college didn't really prepare you for your life, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like I got, I got, I got duped. I got tricked, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in a way, but I'm learning a lot from, um, these gumroad courses They teach, they have, you know, they have so many, they have so many, um, subjects, you know, people have create different uh, courses on different things. Like I have courses on, you know, Stock market, options trading, flipping, which is what I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I just got a course, actually. There's a free course on um, that I had found on Twitter. Um, his, his account name is Income Cure. He has a course that's free on how to sell um, blank books on Amazon, like sell journals, like create really? journals. Really? Yeah, it's empty journals and empty notebooks and creating those and selling those on um, on Amazon. So yeah, that's that something like a, as well. Yeah, yeah that's like a good good place to put my anime art that I draw and just yeah. stick it on a blank book. Yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, I can send it to you guys um, through email if you want. Um, yeah, after no, the that, podcast, um, yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, so how do you how do you go about finding these different courses? Are you just surfing through Twitter? Is there is there anything like search terms that you're looking for? Um, cause it, I've been on Gumroad a little bit. It doesn't seem like a, a good place to browse. Right. Yeah. I focus or I see, um, on, I, I see most of the courses, um, on Twitter, you know, other affiliates are promoting it. The creators promoting it. Um, that's how I see most of my courses. Like I'll just be scrolling through Twitter, um, you know, engaging with other accounts and, you know, talking to other people so I can get my name out there more. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I only follow people that, um, I mainly follow people that, you know, give out value on Twitter, you know, they, they give out free advice on, you know, just stocks, money, index funds, you know, um, how to make more money. So typically those creators will um, create courses and promote them on Twitter. So I see a lot of, uh, a lot of the courses um, just like on my timeline scrolling through. So that's how I see uh, most of them. I don't, I never really browse through Gumroad. Um, yeah, I just, I get most of them from Twitter. Yeah, I I get a lot of my uh, my DD from Twitter too because I follow pe people like Yates Investing and Stan the Trading Man. Uh, the Garage is really cool. We I just joined that Discord, and it's a great place for getting some information about stocks. But you know, there's a lot of these guys who are like real heavy hitters that put thousands of dollars into penny stocks, and you know, oh, here, into penny stocks. Oh. Yeah, here we are like putting hundreds of dollars into penny stocks and. Some of it, you watch it kind yeah. of like float away. It's like you never want to invest more than you're willing to lose. That's for sure. And exactly. that, so you've got started options. Now, that's something that we haven't started yet. 
I'm, I'm still looking for that. And maybe I'll find it on Gumroad, a really good course on learning exactly how to do options trading. Because we had a story not too long ago that we covered uh, about a young man who didn't know he was margin, uh, like uh, had himself margined out so badly when he was buying stocks. He ended up with like a $700,000 bill on Robinhood and committed suicide. Mm. Oh, I think I had seen that when it had uh, when it had come out. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it it, se it seems like if you don't know exactly what you're doing, you could set yourself up for massive failure. So we've been kind of trepidatious about that. Um, um, was it was it a Gumroad course that you took that helped you you know start to wade into those waters? Um, I was I was sort of similar, or I was sort of into options before I took the Gumroad course. A friend had told me about it. He has way more experience than I do, but um, he was seeing some good returns from it. So I decided to try my hand a little bit, but I'm very conservative with uh, with the options because mm -hmm. they're they're very risky and they're so much more complicated, so much more complicated than um, than stocks. There's a lot that goes into it. So I have like maybe around like 1700 right now in my Robinhood. And out of um, if I'm doing like an options play, the most I'll risk is maybe like. 100 200 unless i'm really confident in what i'm doing so i've i just started options i've only been doing options for about a month now but uh, okay i started uh i started doing that around the same time as i started doing the uh affiliate marketing cool awesome well uh hopefully it'll work out great for you i know uh i'm not sure exactly when i'm going to be ready to start doing it i i just signed up for weeble last month uh, and they have a really good paper trading application built into their platform. Because um, I yeah. thought I was kind of outgrowing Robinhood just a little bit. I wanted to start learning to read charts better uh, and uh, and kind of get an idea better about the information behind the stock. And Webull seems like a very good platform for that. And I really like their paper trading. I'm going to try to cover that in a future episode once I've got a handle on it. Because I think that's a that's a really good thing for a learning tool that is, you know, before you start messing with more money than you can imagine, paper trade it and see if you're, you're making the right choices. Yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> I was stupid. I didn't, I didn't start off paper trading like I should have. Um, I still don't, I still don't even paper trade to be honest with you because I still need to start doing that though to practice more strategies, but I feel like the only thing that I hate that that paper trade can't do for you is, um, you know, the the emotion factor with you know actually putting your real money into into the options. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the yeah, only thing true. it can't do for you. You know, that's the only thing it can't do for you. But yeah, we have, we have I'm definitely have... gonna start. Oh, sir. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I'm definitely gonna start pay, um, paper trading when I start coming up with with a, with better strategies on how to you know open or how to um know when to sell like setting target profits setting target entries so still working on that i'm still figuring out my strategy for that for options yeah like i said we haven't even begun and we have enough problems with the emotions especially my co-host uh he's, <laughs> yeah. he's notorious for selling just before things go to the moon <laughs> it's done two um, cents man. i gotta sell <laughs> <laughs> There's a hilarious meme that we put out on our Instagram where it was, what, what was it? It was like bought for a dollar five, sold it for a dollar seven, and you feel like a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. 
Every trade yeah. I can relate. Every trade yeah. I can relate. And you know what? It's, it's been such a great community because I know with my in my comic book art community on Twitter, from my other handle, there's a lot of toxicity, and, and I haven't seen that in finance Twitter. It seems like everybody's generally trying to help each other up, at least in the ecosystem that I've curated for the Broke Money Hustle uh, Twitter account uh, at Broke Money. If you want to follow us, and there's a lot of really cool people that just genuinely want to help guys like us learn how to do this. For sure. That's a huge reason why I kind of joined or why I kind of started my uh, Twitter account too um, with the whole money Twitter thing. Everyone's just focused on the same common goal and everyone's really willing to help. It's like, a, it's a really, it's a really great community. You know, everyone kind of helps you feel included. Um, I've met a lot of great people on there. I built some, some great relationships. So that's, that's, that was the inspiration for it, you know? Yeah, that's, that's cool. I recently started a new Twitter account just because my old one is so old and um, why I wanted to kind of curate a community like, like Eric was saying. Uh, so I started a new Twitter account and um, I've been following a lot of the same people from the Broke Money Hustle Twitter account. And it's, it's a really nice community. Everyone seems to be into, I don't know, almost kind of like helping each other. It's weird. We're all there to make money, but it's not right. competitive, you know? Exactly. And I feel like that's just super rare. Yeah. Super rare nowadays, you know? Yeah, I, I think, you know, as, I, as I've learned about where, you know, what money actually is, which it's not yeah. paper currency, it's gold and silver, and looks like it might be Bitcoin too, but uh, the uh, central bankers don't want us to be able to compete with them in the, in the finance world. You know, the, the big time trading companies like BlackRock, for example, you know they they don't like it when when little guys uh, start eating into their in, into their pie, and I think that's part of the reason why everybody in finance Twitter is trying to help each other up because we all kind of have this eye on beating the rich at their own game. For sure, for sure. You know all the all the all the underdogs gotta are coming together. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, hopefully our little podcast will. Uh, can, can play a big part in that at some point. We're really hoping to continue to grow this. Um, we want to, uh, just for a second here, we want to thank everybody who's listening to us via the IndieVolt network, whatever country you're from. Uh, I know when we're live on IndieVolt, there's usually 20 or 30,000 people who, uh, who stop what they're doing and they tune in live. Um, we've been averaging 2,200 to 3,000 listeners during our segments because it goes out like a, like a TV show. It's got scheduled brackets for when uh, our past shows air. So it's been growing really well there. Uh, we have the podcast up on Spotify. Well, that's a stock I wish I would have bought. In. Uh, and uh, we have a podcast <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So we want to thank you guys for listening to us um, wherever you're listening to us at. And it's been a, it's, it's, it's just been a wonderful ride. Like I was telling uh, Miles in the green room, this whole thing kind of started where Draco and I were just kind of talking about what we were trying to do because we're trying to educate ourselves, helping each other out. And we decided to just kind of turn it into a podcast. So that's why we're trying to help people out. And we love having great guests like Miles here um, who can add their perspective to this same type of scenario of trying to break out of the system that kind of keeps us in one place, living paycheck to paycheck, uh, not necessarily being your own boss because what I've found and you guys can chime in on this. I think I would find it very hard 
to work for a boss again. I've been doing this for, I've been doing like my own thing now for a good 10 years. I don't think I could go back to a regular nine to five. It seems like there's too many opportunities just doing side hustles and things like the affiliate marketing, for example, to where you could bring in enough income where you don't need to rely on a nine to five. What do you think? For sure. For sure. My, um, I feel the same way. I mean, my mother was saying the same thing. She kind of started her own like travel business. Uh, she's been doing it for about six months now. She's into um, network marketing. And she's saying, she said the same thing that you're saying, you know, she's been in the corporate world for about 25 years now, 20, 25, 30 years now. And, you know, while she's had success with it and she's made a lot of money from it ever since starting her own thing, she's, she said the same thing. She says, I'm not going back. So I feel like, I feel like I'm going to have to, you know, get a job, um, you know, eventually, like I'm, I'm definitely going to, like I plan on to, but I'm still going to be doing this on the side. You know, I'm just going to use that, that money to fuel what I'm doing right now with the affiliate marketing. So yeah, it's the big reason why I got into the affiliate marketing was the low startup cost. Um, and you know, the speed of which you can get your money through the internet. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Draco, what do you, what do you think about, uh, about, uh, having bosses and everything? Yeah. Yeah. You think, you think you could do the nine to five again? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've been married twice. I'm so used to having a boss and <laughs> having someone tell me what to do all the time. I don't know what I'd do with myself if I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can commiserate a little bit about that, but you know, it, you know, that's, you get a, you get a boss with a little bit more benefits than what most people would think of in a nine to five. Yeah, you know, as far as that goes. <laughs> but 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 anyway, though, like the, the the scope of this though is like there's opportunities out there, and there's only two reasons to not and to not take advantage of is number one, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, one of our past guests, Mark Raymond, who is a property manager, that's one of his favorite saying is people don't know what they don't know. So if you don't know about the opportunities, how can you take advantage of the opportunities? Now, if you know of the opportunities and you're still not taking advantage of them, well, then you get laziness comes in and you're just not willing to, to do the hustle to, uh, to, to reap the rewards, you know? So yeah, at, the, at the end of the day, you only have your, yourself to blame, A, for not educating yourself on what you don't know, and B, for not taking advantage of it and, and, and kind of being lazy about it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I wish I had started. I'm, I mean, I'm only 22 right now. I'm, I'm turning 23 in, in about seven days, about a week. But um, oh, happy man, birthday! I yeah, happy <laughs> birthday. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish I had started when I was, you know, 18, 17. You know, I still, I still, I still, you know, kick myself for not starting that early, even though I'm still, still pretty young. You know. Yeah, well, so, I take it from our perspective. We're we're, we're envious of you. You know, you're getting started here in 2022. <laughs> I was I was still kind of like partying and thinking I was going to get this great job in video games or movies or something. And it's just you know, you, you buy into that delusion, and that's that's kind of where you're stuck at. And then life throws you a curveball, and you know, double and go back to what you were saying earlier about with the whole COVID situation. Kudos to you for right. taking advantage of that situation and turning it to your benefit. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Hearing that, uh, hearing that means a lot. You know, I mean, it, it means a lot more than 
than you think, you know. Um, this is like my, my first ever kind of entrepreneurial type thing, and I've been seeing some pretty good, pretty good results. You know, it's that that uh, that first one hundred thirty dollars, you know, it's not that much money, but I, to me, it's the best money I've ever made because you know I didn't have to really trade my time for. It. I mean, I still kind of did in a sense, but not in the mm -hmm. traditional way, you know. So. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll never forget the first time I sold a comic book or you know, the first time I sold a piece of art to somebody and actually made usable money, you know? It's like, right. that changes your whole, that, that changes your whole dynamic. And just the same way as getting your, earning your first paycheck, I see it with my daughter, you know, she, she was younger in you know, middle school and earlier in high school, when she'd have money, it would go right through her fingers because she wanted things. But she has a yeah. higher goal now of saving up for a car and she's seeing the value of her labor in getting this paycheck and seeing the, the money she's saving adding up and it's starting to change her pattern of thinking. And I'm really happy and really proud of her for seeing that kind of change in the pattern of her thinking. She's realizing that the opportunity is there and that she's willing to put off the gratification of a car. Right you know, in order to save for the one that she actually wants. So um, that's, I, I, I love seeing that stuff in young, that gives me hope in the younger generations uh, to, uh, <laughs> to, to see that, see that cropping up. So that, that's a great, great thing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get more people on it, especially, you know, my peers, some of my peers, because we know how to really use the internet um, to our advantage. So I feel like I'm trying to get other people to, um, do something you know similar that i'm doing maybe not the exact same like you could do you know you could do this from from instagram you could do this from tiktok mm -hmm. and stream on twitch you know you can make youtube videos so i just feel like i feel i really want my peers to be doing the same thing which is making money from from the internet you know and do you get do you get pushback from your fr from your friends like no they're actually pretty supportive I'm, I'm i'm lucky to i'm lucky to know them you know i mean they don't really fully understand what I'm doing, which is why I'm trying to get them to do it, you know, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're supportive of it. You know, they're not, they're not bashful in any way, but, um, they just don't understand it fully, but right, they're, they're still supportive of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. That's great. Lucky we're, we're, we're often defined by the people we surround ourselves with. So if you find yourself in a bad, if you're listening and you find yourself in a bad spot, you feel like you're stuck there, look at your friends and see if they're the ones that are keeping you in that bad spot. Because uh, you, you, you need that support base, whether it's friends, family, or combination of both. You know, if if they're not working out for you, find some new friends. <laughs> exactly, change the environment or change the people. You know, exactly. exactly. Great way to main the main two things. Trico, do you have any other uh, questions from your um, your research into affiliate marketing before we move on to stocks and close up the show? Yeah, uh, yeah, just a couple quick ones. I uh, uh, just from like things that I think probably went wrong when I tried it myself. Uh, a few years ago, I had another podcast and we tried uh, like doing some sponsorships and affiliate marketing. Like we had a audible thing where uh, they use our audible link, we'd get some money back. And um, is there, uh, and also some of the, cause the, the show was a history podcast and uh, a lot of our uh, affiliates and everything weren't really history related. Like we had drive through comics as an affiliate. So um, is there any advice, Miles, about uh, like as far as getting the like the right kind of affiliate marketing uh, like relationship and everything? Like it uh, obviously has to be something you're into, but 
Um, is there kind of like a right or wrong way to promote it? Because I think when when we tried doing it on the podcast I had before, we we didn't really take it seriously. We'd be like, oh yeah, log on to Audible and look at some books, you know. <laughs> like uh, whereas it was a history show, we probably should have. Uh, you know, listen to history books on Audible, recommended them, and then gave people our link. Um, so is there like mishaps like that that you notice a lot of first-time affiliate marketers doing? Um, I see it sometimes. Um, I, I, can, I can really only speak from the perspective of Twitter because that's, that's, that's all I use for my affiliate marketing um, as of now. But I say when, when if you're, you know, just starting out your um, your Twitter account, you have to really what I did, I really built up, you know, my following first before I started promoting. And then if I wanted to see if I could, you know, try to sell or I made most of my sales from um, sending DMs to people, like sending DMs to new followers, talking to them, seeing what their kind of goals are um, on Twitter or if they're just like, you know, someone that's just, you know, um, trying to see the your your timeline, the information on your timeline or whether they're not or whether or not, excuse me to try to monetize their Twitter. So I would say, you know, just build up your 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 Twitter following first. Um, when I started, I only promoted maybe like once, twice a day. And I would always promote when the creator was doing sales. That's where I would make most of my money from when the creator was doing sales. And when, when first starting, and I would also make more money from actually connecting with people, talking to them, sending them DMs. Um, you know, sometimes it may take the 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 person to buy the course it may take them like you know a week to buy it a month to buy it i've experienced that um but yeah um as you as you as you grow though you can just start you won't have to send as many you know direct messages you can just promote the um promote the course on your uh on your page but you just can't promote too much promote too heavy so that's what i would say for uh, people just first starting out cool that makes a lot of sense because uh like the other podcast I had, uh, right out the gate, it seemed like uh, we had a bunch of affiliates. None of them are really related to the show that well. And then um, I, I also like what you mentioned about kind of creating the connection and relationship uh, with you and your followers to where you're not just kind of posting like, hey, click on this link. I need money. You know, you're kind of kind of building it up with them. Exactly. Exactly. You just got to figure out what your followers want from you so like for example you could post a a poll you could be like oh why do you follow me you can literally just ask them you know why do you follow me create a poll on twitter see which one has the most uh the most uh votes and you know tweet more about that uh, a lot of what i was doing too i was sending dms and asking people why they followed me and what drew them to my page so i can kind of figure out um what i can do better you know what do you know what i mean like in my bio or like how i was tweeting things so it was. Uh, you just gotta use your um, the people that follow you to uh, to your advantage, you know, to help you out and help them out too as well. A big thing on there is helping other people out too. So you gotta give what you give, give give to get, <laughs> give oh, to get. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's awesome. You're kind of doing your own like marketing research about your own your own branding. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that that are way better than me at this. Like some people are making, you know. Thousand a month, two thousand a month, three thousand a month off of affiliate marketing. That's that's my goal right now. You know, it's to make be making that much. Um, yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere, and you can't get yeah. discouraged at the baby steps because you you, you got to take the baby steps before you can really learn to walk. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, slow growth is a, or slow growth is a 
or excuse me, steady growth is the best growth. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we've reached the point in our show where we're going to kind of switch over and talk a little bit about our stock picks for the week because we got a we had a really good day at the market today. Um, I know I'm up and uh, really happy to see IDEX kind of recovering. Uh, I don't have a lot, but I do have one that I am um, watching that I'm really kind of, as I said earlier in the show, there was a stock that uh, I kind of put it on my watch list and sadly forgot about it. And uh, I, um, it, it's one of those things where I didn't, I didn't do the due diligence. Uh, when I was first in there, I just kind of stuck it in there and uh, just kind of left it. And that is uh, IBIO. I'm going to try to bring it up here. And it's been a while ago since I put it into my my watch list. Uh, but as I said earlier, this stock was, uh, let me get the ticker up here, IBIO. Looks they, like it's you know, going pretty good. Yeah, it's going, it's going gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, but not too long ago. If we look at its chart, if we go to its, uh, you know, three months chart, it was a dollar eight, you know, in May, and now it's uh, almost seven dollars a share. Uh, so, yeah, six hundred percent increase—that's pretty incredible. The thing, though, that really sticks in my craw because there's other stocks that I've looked at that I just passed on, and they've done really well and didn't bother me at all. But I have a disease called scleroderma. It's, it's, that translates to hard skin, um, sclerosis, fibrosis, lung fibrosis. That's part of the reason why my voice is kind of crazy. I've got this interstitial lung fibrosis going on. This company creates treatments for that. And I just, in my gut, feel like I did this great wrong and not supporting them early on. Uh, so now I've added them into my watch list now that I know they're actually making treatments for people with my illness. Uh, and I'm hoping that there's more room, more room for them to grow. But uh, they, they recently had some really good PR come out. Um, it's a COVID play. They're, they're doing treatments and stuff as well in that sector. And a lot of these um, biotech firms, they're the ones who have been driving the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ um, of the tech stocks. And there's an article that was up previously with uh, – Mark Cuban saying it, uh, the tech rally kind of reminds me of the tech bubble of the past. So, you know, hopefully that's not the case because uh, bubbles do tend to burst. But um, IBIO, uh, that they're on my uh, they're on my list. Let me bring up, I forgot to share the screen. I was so worked up over it. But, you know, I, I just genuinely, um, I feel bad for not knowing that this stock treated my illness because I would have definitely... When I started this um, investment portfolio back in May, uh, late April, early May, I would have bought into this big time, and I missed out on a on a big winner. But more importantly, supporting a company that uh, you know has a personal personal touch to that. So, put this on your watch list. Uh, IBIO Incorporated, uh, they are they are a tech pharma pharma stock, and hopefully, uh, you know, six ninety one right now. Hopefully, this will be fifteen twenty dollars, and they'll keep. Uh, keep growing. So that's my only stock pick. Uh, TJ, did you have anything you're watching this week? Uh, yeah, I put a couple limit orders on stuff and, uh, in the old Robin hood, uh, kind of looking at genuine parts. I, uh, worked in the automotive industry for last 15 years. Most of those have been somewhere related to the automotive parts industry. So, uh, genuine parts, um, it's ticker symbol GPC. 
Uh, I think they're around eighty-six dollars now, uh, eighty-seven. Um, I put a limit order, uh, a, a limit order in there to buy it if it goes down around eighty-four. Um, they're a they're a dividend king. King. They've been paying out dividends for like fifty years. So I, wow. you know, and I'm familiar with the space from working on auto parts. I I feel really comfortable with them. Uh, you know me. I kind of lean a lot towards the automotive industry, yeah. uh, just because that's that's what I know. Um, then uh, another one I put a limit order in is Pfizer. Um, it's a uh, PFE. Um, they're another uh, big dividend company. Oh, uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, they're another big dividend company. I I put a limit order in when it gets around thirty four dollars a share. I figure I'll. Uh, I'll buy some uh, some shares of that. Um, so right now I'm just kind of in a holding pattern. Everything I want to buy is kind of more than I want to pay for it, but everything I have is less than I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little upside down the portfolio there. I know workhorse, yeah. workhorse for me, it got down in around 13-something, and I didn't jump on it and add any more to, uh, to my portfolio because uh, I'm I'm – where, where you're heavy into uh, the, the, the automotive sector, mm -hmm. I specialize. I've got a lot of EV stuff. Um, I don't have Tesla. I wish I had Tesla. That just peaked over 1600 a share. It's outperforming the entire market. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if it's a Tesla bubble, but honestly, I think if anybody's going to put us on Mars, it's going to be Elon Musk. So no matter what, I think, I think Tesla is here to stay in some fashion. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Archimoto, for example, that that one's down. So that's that's on sale, but that's another company I believe in. I've been seeing big gains, about 28% gain on the uh, the Agra uh, UA, UAVU or whatever it is that does the um, drones for uh, farms, farming drones. And they have PR coming out soon that they're going to uh, – they're making drones for a major e-commerce platform. They're not saying who. The rumors Amazon. Uh, so that's uh, that's that's one that I'm uh, definitely keeping a close eye on because uh, if they're making drones for Amazon, that's gonna that's gonna go way up. Uh, so that that's a cool company. Uh, hey, Miles, you uh, you have any stocks that you're you're kind of eyeballing? Uh, I just been looking at Virgin Galactic for the most part. Um, they're like an aero. They're like an aeronautics um, advanced, uh, an aeronautics um, space company. So they make like uh, air and space vehicles, and they design. They, uh, what I read about it, it was, which kind of stuck out to me on Robinhood, it says design spaceships which can which can fly anyone to space safely without the need for expertise or exhaustive time-consuming training. Um, so I've been looking at space, holding space uh, long term. Uh, because you know, of that, you know, that that's a really good play because I, I know they've done a little bit of space tourism where they've put people up in the yeah. super stratosphere for a little bit, but uh, I'm actually surprised they're only twenty two dollars a share. That seems like mm -hmm. uh, that seems like a big, huge company just waiting to pop. Yeah, that'd be a good one yeah. to to get and hold. Yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna hold that long term and see what it does. Like I'm planning on holding that for the next like five, ten years. I'm just gonna keep on keep on adding to it. Um, but that's that's mainly my only long-term one right now. Um, that's probably my only... Yeah, I got a share of Disney as well, but yeah, mainly space and uh, AT&T for their 
for their dividends. So. Yeah, AT&T is what we we do a, a partial segment sometimes where it's it's like date, marry, kill, uh, where we're stocks we're looking at, we're dating, we might buy a little bit of it, see how it's performing. Marry is ones that we're going to become long-term bag holders on. And then uh, yeah, kill is like, you know, KTOV for me, another pharmaceutical stock that just refuses to do anything. I just kind of <laughs> sticks there with like, and then there's that uh, that other one that in Servco that does the oil transportation. Oh yeah, it's been at 17 cents forever, and it's like that's down from the 22 cents that I bought it at. So it's just mocking me. It's like, yeah, I just want to get you off my books, you know. <laughs> but you never know. That could be a long-term hold and become a $30 stock. It's like with the IBIO. If I'd have bought that in, if I'd have known it was Clearderma when I first learned of the stock and had it to my watch list, I know I would have certainly bought it. I would have bought a lot of it. So I'm kicking myself over that one, and I'll probably kick myself over it for a long time to come. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. That's it's something we we. That's another thing about the uh, the Twitter money community. Is that we've all we've all been there in any almost any scenario you can think of, from the super high successful traders down to us that are just kind of starting out. Yeah, we're, we we all have these shared experiences that we can commiserate with, so that helps build uh, build a community like nothing else. For sure, for sure. I'm I'm definitely glad I found it at the time that I did. Even though I still wish I would have found it earlier. Yeah, I'm really glad that I found it. You know, now rather than later. So. I can already I can already tell like my pattern of thinking has just been changing since I found it because I'm constantly seeing you know people talking about making money I'm constantly seeing people um, talking about their side hustles I'm constantly mm -hmm. seeing people you know just motivating things and you know that all that stuff goes straight into the subconscious so you know it's just I had to start being mindful of what I was what I was um, consuming on social media so absolutely absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I always told my students when I was teaching classes that uh, we live in a doer's economy. So if you want to get a job doing making video games, for example, start making a video game right now. Uh, there's plenty of free tools out there. You can learn how to do it. You can learn how to code. That's one of my various side hustle schemes that I've been trying to work on. So that's why I offer it as an example. But it's, it's one of those things is that's what's going to impress someone in a better position to give you uh, sunlight or to give you a hand up is if you're already doing the thing that you want to do, you take ownership of it. You know, it's, it's not get an education and wait to get a job. It's start hustling now so that, you know, you can, you, your mind, like you said, it's just changing your pattern of thinking. So you're going to be more open yeah. to opportunities as they come around. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about it that way, but that's, you're exactly right about that. That's a, that's definitely a, that's definitely true. I didn't think about it that way, but for sure. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better place to end the show on. We're at our hour. And we usually <laughs> try to go 45 minutes, between 45 minutes an hour, depending on the content we got booked. I want to thank Miles for braving to come on the show. Um, it's been a great uh, little interview here. And we wish you all the best on uh, in Twitter Money World with affiliate marketing. Something that we're going to get, we're going to be jumping into. We've actually been planning some courses since we first learned about this uh, and uh, looking forward to adding that to our various side hustles. Uh, Trico, did you have anything you wanted to uh, add before we leave? 
Well, just uh, thanks to Miles for for being on the show, and I'm already following you on on Twitter, and uh, uh, looking forward to learning more about affiliate marketing. All right, cool. And Miles, give us that Twitter handle one more time for everybody listening. Uh, yeah, at increase underscore ROI. All right, so make sure and follow Miles, and you can follow us at Broke Money on Twitter. Uh, until our next broadcast, everyone take it easy, be safe, and uh, be good stewards of your money. This is Broke Money Hustle. And now, here's Broke Money Hustle with Tranquil and Eric.